the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, or welcome back. This is Gino Geraci. I'm so glad you could join me on the program Crosswalk with Gino Geraci. It is, of course, the program where we typically take your calls and answer your questions about the things you care the most about. But every once in a while, I get to have guests on who are authors, artists, who are doing amazing things in the community, in the kingdom. And uh, joining me is Jeff Hunt. He's the director of the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. And I wanted to bring to your attention a couple of things, including an event that's taking place um, Tuesday, December 5th. So this is a week from today. It's a prayer vigil. It's going to be happening from 7.30 to 8 o'clock at the Anschutz Student Center at Colorado Christian University. But um, it's going to uh, have several guests, including Rabbi Hillel Goldberg and Scott Levin, who is uh, the uh, director of the Anti-Defamation League in Mountain States. But Jeff Hunt... Before I continue with all this laundry list of all of the people who was on, um, thank you so much for agreeing to come on the program. Gino, you're the center of things happening for the church in Colorado, so it's great to be with you. When I think of Jack Phillips and Lori Smith and all of them, uh, they all have something in common. It's Gino. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you know what? Again, one of the the exciting things that happened, as you know, I told you off the air that I was in Amman, Jordan when the war broke out, and I spent the next 11 days there. And then I had Dr. Donald Sweeting on, who was the former president, who's now the chancellor at Colorado Christian University. We were having a discussion about the incredible lack of support for Israel that was taking places at colleges and universities. Even the, the, dare I say it, the silence of Christian education. So I guess I want to start there, Jeff Hunt. Why this vigil? Why now? Tell us what you and, and the leadership there were thinking about about this opportunity to minister, to serve, and and to bring attention to to this situation. Yeah, well, thanks, Gino, again. And let's go back to October 7th. So I wake up that morning and you see this attack, the worst attack on Jews since the Holocaust took place on October 7th. So uh, I start immediately texting the president and the chancellor and say, guys, we got to we got to make sure we're out on this, uh, making some statements and defending our Jewish brothers and sisters. We we owe them so much. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, we have different theologies, but what they've contributed to the world is just monumental, and we should be supporting it. Uh, they've Don Sweeting talks about this all the time. The Chancellor of CCU they they brought to him the notion of the Western world, the the, the idea of covenant, um, mm-hmm. and the fact that God makes covenants with with his people and. Um, that didn't really exist prior to the Jews. And so um, there's so much to be thankful for. But, uh, you know, many of us have been to Israel. It's a great country. We felt at home in Israel. We walked the streets. It was safe at night. They've done a good job of maintaining peace in a place where you have 
uh, Muslims and Jews and Christians all together, which is just rife for conflict. So uh, we responded that day with statements of support of our Jewish brothers and sisters. And um, as the war kind of dragged on and you saw the, the just the amount of casualties, it was just amazing but uh, and shocking and sad. But what was so sad to see about America was what was happening on college campuses. And we felt like we had to send a message that anti-Semitism that is I mean, taken over these college campuses is just not right whatsoever. And what we've seen happen is a joining of forces between radical Islamists and Western Marxist anti-Semites. So they've joined forces together. They're active on college campuses. And I've talked to Jews on a daily basis, Gino, mm. on a daily basis, and they have never faced this amount of anti-Semitism in this country ever before, ever yeah, before. It, they, it, it's shocking. It is shocking. And uh, you know what? My thoughts go back, Jeff Hunt, to the Western Conservative Summit and Yoram Hazoni, who you had yeah. uh, the privilege of having on on the platform, one of the great forget Jewish intellectuals. He's one of the great intellectuals of the 21st century. Right. Now, um, uh, could you imagine at the Western Conservative Summit with Yoram Khazoni anticipating that something like this could happen and that this leak, this crack, there seems to be a character crack in, in both Western civilization and e even the yep. United States. You know, for me, Jew hatred and anti-Semitism isn't just a character flaw. It's the first it's it's at least one of the symptoms that a culture is getting ready to collapse. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, it's it's it comes directly from the rejection of the Bible, right? So right. not only are you rejecting the Bible and rejecting God, you're now rejecting God's people and and all that's associated with that. And you know, we saw this for 20 years bubbling up. You had these BDS movements on college campuses, and it was so tied with Marxism. So Marxism, right, is that we're going to look at the world through a, a lens of power struggles. And so there are oppressors and there are the oppressed. And so obviously, because Israel's doing well in the Middle East, it is because they are oppressors. And so they automatically label Israel that way. And then when you do that, you basically give a green light to the, quote, oppressed to do whatever they want, right? You, they, they march into Israel on October 7th, rape women, uh, kill children, I mean, mutilate people, attack innocent people. And it's a green light because, quote, you've been oppressed. That's the worldview that has been building on college campuses for 20 or 30 years. And we felt we needed to speak against that. So Don Sweeting went out with two op-eds on Fox, another mm -hmm. one in the Gazette. Uh, he was interviewed on uh, by Intermountain Jewish News that um, this is not right. And more importantly, it is absolutely essential that Christian leadership, even university leadership, speak out against this and provide very clear moral teaching to their students about it, which you just didn't see. And we were talking about this example of, um, of the Golden Meir House on right. the Aurora campus. 
So here you have a house that Golda Meir, the prime minister of Israel, lived in at one point when she was a teenager. They've had daily protests outside from radical pro-Hamas Palestinian groups trying to declare it a, quote, Jew-free zone, and not a peep, not a word from the leadership of CU Denver, Metro, any of those schools that are on the Aurora campus. They've just essentially, unfortunately, allowed the Jews to be on their own. Yeah, that's unacceptable. Golda Meir, she's the founding mother of Israel. She signed the the country's Declaration of Independence. She served as the prime minister during its early crisis. You know, her, her famous quote, I can forgive you for killing my children, but I can't forgive you for making me kill yours. This this is that kind of moral clarity moment. And uh, there's such a rich and robust Jewish community here in the front range. And when we come back, uh, um, Jeff Hunt, I want to ask you about Rabbi Hillel Goldberg and Scott Levin and Hezi Shalev. I I mean, obviously, having these um, individuals come and uh, speak uh, to um, Colorado Christian University and and to that vigil. I, I'm going to ask you a little bit about how the invitation was extended and uh, their acceptance. I, w- I want to talk a little bit about um, that when we come back. My guest, Jeff Hunt, he's the director of the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Gino Geraci. Joining me is Jeff Hunt. He's the director of the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. I've asked him specifically today to come on the program. I wanted to highlight an event that's taking place Tuesday, Tuesday, December 5th, Tuesday, December 5th at the Anschutz Student Center on the campus of Colorado Christian University. It's a vigil. And I guess the very first thing I want to do, Jeff Hunt, is... Um, this this prayer vigil from seven thirty to eight is the is the community invited? Can people come yes. and show support and pray um, for and with uh, the people? In other words, let let's talk about who can come and when they can come. Yep, great question. Thanks again, Gino, for having me on. So the CCU for Israel dot com. CCU4Israel.com. You get all the details there. It's absolutely open to the public. We'd love to have you. You have Jewish and Christian leaders gathering together, including Rabbi Hillel Goldberg, the editor of the Intermountain Jewish News, the Chancellor of Colorado Christian University, the President of Colorado Christian University, student leaders as well. So the whole public is open and welcome to join us for the prayer vigil. There's going to be a dinner right before that is uh, that's a closed dinner uh, for Christian and Jewish leaders. We'll live stream it so people can watch that online and see speeches that are going to be made there. Great. The that's bottom great. line is I just couldn't buy dinner for everybody. Sure, <laughs> so, sure. Uh, that one's a little bit more restricted. But um, but the prayer vigil, which will be very important, an, an incredibly important moment. Just think yesterday, Gino, the Denver City Council was interrupted by Palestinian protesters. For two hours. Think about the Macy's, yeah, think about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade interrupted by Palestinian protesters. These are anti-Semitic, anti-Israel. Anytime you see hear anybody say, from the river to the sea, Palestinian, Palestine will be free, that is about wiping out Jews entirely 
from the Middle East area there. So, um, you know, our Jewish friends are facing tremendous pressure in a way that in America they haven't faced ever. Even I've talked to them going back to World War II. It wasn't mm-hmm. this bad. And uh, and we need to be there. So I encourage you to come join us. It, it's going to be for 30 minutes. So it's going to be outside the student center there in the courtyard. We won't keep you too long. We're not going to make you stand out in the cold too long. Right. But let's 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 send a very clear message that Christians stand with our Jewish brothers and sisters facing this because this is a civilizational battle. This is a battle about. Uh, you know, standing with those that have created a democracy in the Middle East that respect people's rights, religious freedom rights. That's not happening in places like Gaza and Palestine. Um, It's it's a you know we can go. That's a whole different conversation about Islam, radical Islam, and all that stuff. But our Jewish brothers and sisters deserve to be defended at this point. Well, and let's talk a little bit about uh, the invitations that were extended and accepted. Um, again, I am so thrilled that our, our Jewish friends and neighbors have agreed to come. But I, I guess I wanted to ask you: you have many Jewish friends and acquaintances and in, in leadership positions, um, not just conserv- what we would call conservative Jews, but just Jewish people in general. Yeah. Talk a little bit about, you, you were saying that you were having conversations, and, and to, to, let me just be blunt. In the last 1,700 years, Jews have been expelled from 80 different countries, Okay. And, and oh. but there seems to be to your point that the U.S. was a safe haven, but there seems to be a, yeah. almost a supernatural demonic lifting of some sort of restraint, where people yeah. are now talking publicly about their animosity, their hatred for the Jewish people. And to me, anti-Semitism seems too weak of a world word, Jeff. To, to describe what what we're seeing. Oh, it's evil. You're exactly right. It is a spiritual battle. And uh, in all my conversations, I'm on conversations daily with Jewish leaders. The first words out of their mouths just to us is thank you. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for standing with us. And we're happy to do that. I mean, this is, um, I've always been the best guy, Gino, the best friend to have in a bar fight. Um, uh-huh. I, we're going, I'm going down with you. And uh, this is what I've told Jewish leaders too. Uh, this is a civilizational battle. They are in the right. They have every right to defend themselves from what happened on October 7th. And we will be there with them all the way. So uh, we've been for years developing friendships with Jewish leaders. Don Sweeting and I went to Israel mm-hmm. in April with Jewish leaders uh, for the opening of the Museum of Tolerance. Uh, and uh, the president of Israel was there. It was really a powerful event. Herzog, Herzog, that's right. So, I mean, Jews create, listen, there is a museum of tolerance in Israel. There's not a museum of tolerance in these other nations that are attacking Israel. That's why Israel's different. So we were there for that. Um, But Rabbi Hillel Goldberg, who's the editor of the Intermountain Jewish News, it's the largest regional Jewish newspaper, has a wonderful history of building bridges. And I went there. uh, If you tour their offices, his father, who started the newspaper, has got pictures of him and Billy Graham, him and Martin Luther King, him and Jack Kennedy. Um, He understood that Jews needed to be uh, building those bridges and be right in the center of, of 
changing culture. And so he inherited this great legacy. We asked, we sat down with Rabbi Hillel Goldberg, said we wanted to do this night. Who would you recommend we include? And they, and he laid out a list of people that he recommended that we include. So it's been a great partnership with our Jewish friends. Um, and uh, we're going to have a kosher dinner. So it gives you a sense of we're going the extra mile mm-hmm. to make sure that they feel comfortable and included. But they are incredibly lonely right now in this culture, in the opposition, in the anti-Semitism that they're facing. And to step up and to just call your Jewish friends, to let them know you support them, that is step one. That's absolutely mm-hmm. incredible, important. But two, if you're working in a place or you have, uh, the principal of a school, teacher of a school, they are, our Jewish friends are incredibly worried for their own safety. And so mm-hmm. we need to go the extra mile at our workplaces, at our schools, to make sure that they know that they are safe, that uh, we're, we're adding security to make sure that they're safe. Because, Gino, you are exactly right. This is not just a one-off political issue. This is a spiritual issue. And they are facing an unprecedented attack of evil against them. So we need to take and go that extra mile to make sure that they feel safe and we're there to support them. Yeah, Again, for a person who's engaging the public square, uh, Jeff Hunt, when you see high schools where Jewish uh, teachers are hiding in the closet, where you see students at an Ivy League school hiding uh, because they're Jews, again, do do you anticipate that that there's going to be a wake-up call and people are going to come to their senses or do you sense that this animosity is going to continue to grow and that we have to in both pray but then um, intervene in the sense of, no, yeah. this is unacceptable. We will not go there under any circumstance. Yeah, with regards to colleges, a few thoughts. So, one, a lot of these colleges have been taking money from Islamic countries for a while, and mm-hmm. that has created a real problem that a lot of people don't realize. Um, they've created institutions in these colleges. And, you know, in the case of Hamas, Hamas will never be satisfied until all Jews are removed from the earth. All right. It is not about Palestine. It is not about securing their land. They are only satisfied when all Jews have been removed. So these uh, especially radical Islamist countries, um, universities should be rejecting their money. But secondly, I've been on a few conference calls and Zooms with Jewish leaders where they have had enough of places like Harvard, Yale, and they're withdrawing their funds. That mm-hmm. is the, what what will clearly send a message to these universities is if the, the successful Jewish business leaders, community leaders, political leaders uh, say enough, we will not support you anymore so long as you do this. And we as Christians should be right there to stand in, alongside them. I think you're exactly right. My guest is Jeff Hunt. He's the director of the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. An event Tuesday, December 5th, Prayer Vigil, Anschutz Student Center. We're going to tell you how you can find out more and how you can participate. This is Gina Geraci.
Hey, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so thrilled to have Jeff Hunt on from the Centennial Institute. We're talking about an event that's happening, well, Tuesday, December 5th, the prayer vigil from 730 to 8 at the Anschutz Student Center on the campus of Colorado Christian University. And um, before we continue with uh, the... um, you, I, I know that people can register to attend the prayer vigil. Yep. And, and so tell people where they can register to see or to, to, for the prayer vigil. And perhaps late, are, are you going to live stream the event? Um, we the, 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 so it's going to live stream. And so let's t- tell people where they can go to perhaps come online and see what's happening. Yeah. So the event titled, and by the way, Gino, thanks again. Appreciate you, brother. Um, the event's titled CCU for Israel. It's December uh-huh. 5th. It's going to start with a, a kind of a closed invitation-only dinner uh, with Jewish and Christian leaders to uh, talk about building support among each other. That event will be live-streamed. And if you show up to CCU a little bit early, we've got this great amphitheater. We'll be live-streaming it there. And okay, you're great. happy to welcome there. At um, 7.30, we're going to leave the dinner and do a prayer vigil together, and that'll be out in the uh, in the quad outside of Anschutz. But that starts at 7.30. So all these details are at ccuforisrael.com. That's ccuforisrael.com. It'll take you there, and uh, you can join us. And that night, we're going to be raising money for United Hatzalah. So here's the story of what happened with CCU, Gino. Mm-hmm. We... Um, we had a board member come to us, and he said, guys, I really appreciate the statements you're doing, uh, the op-ed that you've written in Fox, the interviews you're doing, condemning anti-Semitism. But, guys, we got to go further. we got to have a night where we're getting Christian and Jews together uh, to really plant the flag and stand in support of Israel. But more than that, let's raise money to support Israel mm-hmm. at this time. And so we looked at the different charities, and one is United Hatzila. They're the ambulance corps mm-hmm. that uh, is there to respond to anybody that's hurt, Christian, Jew, Palestinian. They don't care. They're there to provide medical support to people. Here's a wild story. I was just talking to a Jewish leader right before I got on with you. Uh, Gino, he said that United Hatzalah saved between two and 3,000 people wow. during the attack because they were able to get there quickly to provide medical support. So we'll be raising money for them. Uh, it's, a, it's a great organization, great charity. That's the vision for the evening. We're going to send a very clear message to the entire state of Colorado that evangelical Christians— stand in support of Israel in the midst of this wild anti-Semitism and in the midst of these direct attacks that are taking place for Israel's right to defend itself um, against this, uh, against these attacks. So that's the point of the evening. Yeah. And and that's great. And one of the things I think you and I had a conversation where I, I was trying to remember who told me this, but it was um, my favorite definition of politics it was a three-word definition of truth in community, truth right. in community. And I thought, and so I want to wander just for a moment. 
because it looked like this administration had a sort of unambiguous support for Israel. I want you to put your political analyst hat on just for a moment, because obviously both this administration and our government is going to provide either ambiguous or unambiguous support. I'm trying to be as gentle and as careful in my language as possible. I, and, and I think that that's what I wanted to ask you about. What what would you, if, if I, I know uh, it's my understanding that the president of the United States is passing through at this time. I'm sure he's not tuned into 94.7 FM as he makes his way to Pueblo. But if you had the president's ear and, and, and just he asked you the question, Jeff Hunt, tell me what unambiguous support for Israel looks like. What would you say to him? He's got to do two things. First, he's got to clear out this stupid anti-Semitic pro-Hamas aspect of the Democrat Party. We saw this Mm -hmm. on full display at the Colorado State Legislature this last week. They do this special session on property taxes, right? Mm -hmm. Proposition HH fails. Everyone's going to get a 30 percent property tax increase. We're going to do a special session to address this. And you have two representatives, Elizabeth Epps and Tim Hernandez, that went on crazy anti-Semitic screeds mm. to the point where even the Democrats down at the state house had to shut off her microphone because she was just unhinged. So he's got a problem within his own party that is not very clear with regard. They're not being very clear with regards to Hamas and mm-hmm. radical Islam and being like, no, right, look. The, the Democrat Party forever has been the party of, you know, LGBTQ rights. They're throwing gay people off roofs in Iran. Like, have some moral clarity about radical Islam and don't give this an inch within your party. So that's that's one aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But two, um, provide the support for Israel to be able to defend itself. Now, I, I recommend, recognize that we don't want to get into further conflicts in the Middle East. We all come out of Afghanistan, Iraq, bruised, bloodied. We lost some of the finest soldiers. We Trillions of dollars spent over there. And within three days, they're back to being controlled by you know, the Taliban and kicking little girls out of schools. So um, people are very weary about getting involved again in the Middle East, but Israel is different. Their culture is very close to ours. We're not perfectly aligned. They don't have a constitution, for instance. There's religious freedom questions being raised in Israel. But um, but for the most part, their culture very closely aligns with ours. They're a democracy they're, uh, they should be supported. And so President Biden should be very clear about defending our most important ally in the Middle East, which is yeah. Israel. Yeah. So, and those, so those are the two things that I would tell him to do. Yeah, see, that's great. And because for me, there's obviously as a, as a Bible teacher, um, I am convinced that God has unfinished business with the Jewish people and with the Jewish nation. But even if you didn't, Uh, take that into consideration and you just on pure political capital uh, we're trying to make a case for support for Israel who else in that region shares our ideas about freedom 
about yeah. dignity of, of, of what it means to be a human being. In other words, if you ask and you answer the, the cultural questions and the, those dynamic worldview questions about about how we're to conduct ourselves among ourselves as a civilized society, who more shares our views in the Middle East than Israel? Right. Well, and think we as evangelicals love to visit the Middle East, to visit our holy lands, right, where God has done his miraculous work. We want to see it. We want, the Bible comes alive. You think radical Islamists are going to allow us to do that if they get control of Jerusalem and Israel and all well, that stuff? Well, the Jews his... have actually done a very good job of creating opportunities for people of all faiths to be able to explore. Well, and for people life. who have done even a modest, modest inquiry, if you were to ask, what was pilgrimage like in Jerusalem prior to 1967 and after 1967, you would be surprised at how uh, the Israeli government has made it possible. But again, I think of the real reason why the world hates the Jews. Paul said, I yeah. could wish that I myself were cursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my brothers, those of my own race, the people of Israel. Theirs is the adoption as sons. Theirs the divine glory, the covenants, the receiving of the law, the temple worship and the promises. Theirs are the patriarchs, and from them is traced the human ancestry of Christ, who is God over all, forever praised. Romans 9 provides plenty of reasons why we should support them. <laughs> Jeff Amen. Hunt. Amen. Preach. That was great, you know. Thank you for being my guest. I so appreciate you. Again, give them where they can go to register online. TCUforIsrael.com, December 5th. This is Gino Geraci. Thanks so much for being with me. Hey, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a great joy to have Jeff Hunt here. And again, my heart breaks over what's happening in this great big fallen world. Um, people are suffering. People are dying. There is a great challenge before us. But with the great challenge comes a great opportunity, and that's to pray and that's to participate in support. Um, before we went to the break, Jeff Hunt, I quoted um, Romans chapter 9, verses 3 through 5, where Paul, he, 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 you talk about an exposed heart where he says, For I could wish that I myself were cursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my brothers, those of my own race, the people of Israel. I, I, I can't honestly say that. I, 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 I'm trying to ask myself, would I give up my seat on the bus to heaven for Italian people? <laughs> but, but again, he talks about theirs is the adoption of sons, divine glory, covenants, receiving of the law, temple worship, promises, the patriarchs from them is traced the human ancestry of Christ, who is God overall forever praise. And, and so, what I wanted to just sort of end our segment with is that the truth is that the world hates the Jews because the world hates God. And the Jews were God's firstborn, his chosen people. 
the patriarchs, the prophets, the temple. God uses the Jewish people to bring what you alluded to earlier, his word, the law, morality to a world of sin. He sends his son, Jesus. They're chosen to bring forth the Messiah in a Jewish body to redeem the world of sin. And, And Jeff Hunt, you know, I don't know if you saw the article where Bethlehem says, hey, let's not have Christmas this year. It's too painful. And I'm thinking... If ever there was a time to celebrate Christmas and the coming of Jesus into the world, if ever there was someone who's going to provide forgiveness and hope for the future, it's Jesus. But I I wanted to get your thoughts on the idea of the world hating both the Jew and the Christian because in a very real sense, I'm I'm not trying to be overly... self-serving, but it just seems to me that there, ours is a spiritual battle right now. Yeah, yeah. And you and I were talking about Mike Johnson, the new Speaker yeah. of the House, and just the kind of pushback that he's had simply because of his faith. Really, I mean, they right. can't point to any policy issues. They're, they're, you know, and in many ways, it's like everything's accepted under the sun except for that Judeo-Christian worldview. That is what's offensive to them. But, uh, you know, it's Anti-Semitism is generally considered the world's oldest hatred because it is tied directly to God's people, right? And there's this kind of uh, anger that you have that you're taking out on people that has nothing to do with them. Uh, they're, they're an incredibly quiet, wonderful, productive community, right? They provide so much for our community. So it's not rooted in anything that's, uh, that they're actually doing to people. It's rooted in an anger to God. And, and so you're frustrated about the fact that, that, uh, that God is speaking into this world. He's delivering truth to this world through the written word. We didn't have that prior to Moses sitting down and writing the Pentateuch. And, um, and creating that system that we got to inherit as Christians um, that brought, like you just mentioned, the patriarchs all the way through to Jesus. This mm-hmm. is part of our history. This is part of our traditions. So, yes, stand with our Jewish brothers and sisters against this hatred towards God. Do we have right. theological differences? Absolutely, we have theological differences. But my goodness, uh, we bring such an inheritance from them into our world, and they are under such vicious attack, ungodly, evil, angry, vitriolic attack to a point where American Jews have never experienced this before in their lives. This is a wonderful time for Christians to shine, to stand alongside them, and to say we're not going to tolerate this in our country. Yeah, imagine the extreme. You know, I was thinking of a, a, a of a political ad, Jeff Hunt. You know, imagine you picture Jesus, and then there's Mother Teresa, and you go, too extreme for Colorado. <laughs> you know? No, it is be, true. Because, because <laughs> the ground that we stand on with our Jewish friends is human dignity. We, we right. they, they, There's the plot. It's human dignity. And we're, we're inviting people to stand on that piece of ground that says human dignity. You know, you brought up the speaker. 
and and his crazy ideas of individual freedom, limited government, the rule of law, peace through strength, fiscal responsibility, free markets, human dignity. Think about how crazy, how 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 out of step those issues are and and you go really have 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 we become the extremists simply because we affirm those things yeah i sit down at the state capitol gino and i listen here you can propose any idea you literally you could propose the craziest idea as a lawmaker down there and they'll listen to it and consider it and i mean think about the fact that they've taken away you know, the right of a parent to be notified if their kid's having counseling for anyone 12 years old and older. So that idea, that idea, actually, we're going to counsel your kids and we're not going to notify the parents. That passed. But if you go down and you propose anything out of the word of God, any idea like parental rights, you know, the mm-hmm. sanctity of life, the rule of law, all the anything that the Bible teaches us. It's actually frowned upon and shunned. And so uh, we're facing a culture. This is all interwoven woven together. The anti-Semitism on college campuses, the, the, the hatred towards the Jews that's taking place out there. Uh, all of this is intertwined with a culture that is rejecting God. That's, right. the, that's the ultimate truth of it. And so we stand alongside them because not only do we believe in human dignity, we believe that the God is active and governs in the affairs of men, that, that he has a plan on how to create a flourishing society. Look at our cultures. Our cultures rejected God more and more, Gino. You have more homelessness, you have more drug overdose, you have more violence, you have more crime. By every metric, our culture is getting worse and worse. And there are those of us, Jews and Christians alike, that stand up and say, God, there is a God, and he's speaking into this culture, and we should listen to him. And it's that hatred that both Mike Johnson is experiencing, that uh, anti, that's leading to rising anti-Semitism on college campuses. It's all a spiritual issue. Well, all the more reason, all the more reason to invite a spiritual solution. You know, what a great privilege we have to pray, to pray as a community, to pray and ask God to act, to pray that there's a bridge to peace. You know, I can't help but think of the New Testament greeting that Paul gave so long ago, grace and peace. Grace precedes peace, but real peace, lasting peace, um, is going to require a lot of grace. It's, I, you've got the irony can't be lost on you that earlier this year you visited the Museum of Toleration. Yeah, yeah, you know, Jewish and Christians and even Muslims were there. Uh, this is a this is a civilizational battle. This is a cultural battle. And uh, that's why you've got to stand with the Jews. There are civilizations that embrace tolerance. We may not agree on everything, but we tolerate because we recognize, as you said, you know, human dignity. But then you have cultures that barge in and kidnap 10-month-olds and 2-year-olds and rape and pillage and burn people alive. And uh, I'm going to be on the side of, of the Jews on this one. Absolutely. Right. Tuesday, December 5th. Give the website one more time. 
CCUforIsrael.com. CCUforIsrael.com. Thank you so much, my love, and well wishes to all of our friends at CCU. This is Gino Geraci. Thanks so much for joining us. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.